When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Charity. Hey, Mark. I was going to come on and may pretend I was a, a fake caller because our listeners do not love us anymore. <gasps> and they, they don't? They don't call 603-212-4600 and leave us fun voicemails Guys. to play. Do you remember when we used to get like 10 a day? I know. Now we get like 10 never. Guys, we need some more voicemails. What's Everyone's that? on vacation, Mark. They're enjoying the summer. You know what? This is a perfect time for a song, and I have the perfect song for this. What is it? You don't know what you got. <gasps> Till it's gone. Till it's gone. Mark, what are you saying? I used to like be like, oh, look at all these voicemails. They're, that's cool. And now I'm like. <laughs> Where's my voicemail? I like check my phone, and I'm like, <laughs> zero. I check, check my email, and it says, zero. I check oh. this, and it says, you're a zero. Oh, I don't want to be a hero, people. Yes, we want to be here. Well, we're back. We did miss a week because of life stuff. I was busy. Yeah, let's be honest. It was all me. That's I was okay. Busy. I had to go out of town. That's all right. It happens. And I also feel bad because I promised one of our earliest of creeps a, a sticker, and then I still hadn't sent it because I had immediately forgotten and went out of town. And she's like, "Hey, just heads up, I was checking my mailbox." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like a couple hours away from my house, not around. Forgot. Sorry, I'll do it when I get home." Did you do it, Mark? No, so remind me before we go. Okay. Because they're right behind you. Okay. I just got to grab it and throw it in an envelope. Oh, yeah, they're right there, huh? I actually, so this is how smart I am. I actually put all the stickers in an envelope box with stamps so I can't not, you know, pay attention. And Nice. Because Charity knows Mark loses everything. Yeah, so don't I, though. I'm horrible. But here's my, my end of groveling and asking for things. But it's been a while since I got to hit this, too. So hold on. Ready? My listeners miss it. She said, I okay, love that thing. so I have a little story. So, um, oh, wait, charity story time, th- yeah. So, sometimes things that me and Mark think are wicked funny and talk about all the time off air or on air sometimes trickles into the um home life. Oh boy, and um, last night 
in my home life. Um, so we have the button that says no, 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 in all different voices. I've seen those buttons. That's what's in my home. And one of the persons that lives in my home enjoys Caesar salad. So I got one of those baggies of, you know, that you can yep. mix the kits. Um, and they were mi- mixing it up and just randomly saying, um, I think I tossed the salad. Well, the salad's tossed. I tossed the salad. Oh, 100%. Kept saying it what, over he, and over. Was he messing with you? I don't think so. Oh, my God. So this was so a- the another person in the <sighs> other room kept pressing the no, no. Oh. <laughs> of course, everyone got the hint of what was going on. Like, please stop saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, you know, 12-year-old Charity is laughing her butt off. That, that, uh, 12 year old Mark right now is loving every second of this. This is phenomenal. Mark, do you have a scooter gang outside? I think it's just one person, isn't it? Yeah, is she on like a Barbie scooter? What is no, that? It's one of those little battery operated scooters. She lives you should ask her if you can ride it. She looks like she's having fun. I'm going to go out on a limb and say if I sit on that thing, that thing will no longer <laughs> exist. It does look fun. Right? Though. I want to go ride it. Do you think she'd let me? No. Okay. No, probably not. All right. Well, it might, might, might be worth asking. So Charity brought something up a while ago with this funny person's name. Yeah. And I but, remember I remember laughing yes. ha-ha like a two-year-old because they have a funny name. Yes. So now's the time for us to talk about Taylor Shabusiness. Yeah, because there's been major developments. So from the independent.co.uk, I'm going to read you this article because it's fairly interesting. Just to get you guys caught up onto what this case is about. Uh, nothing could have prepared Tara Pachunsky for what she had encountered early in the morning hours of February 23rd, 2022, inside a green bucket covered with a shower towel Ugh, this at is her horrible. home in Green Bay, Wisconsin, was the mutilated head of her 24-year-old son, Chad. Can you imagine? No. Oh, my God. That's horrific. This You think that's horrific because let, let's carry on. His torso, penis, and carved out organs were found oh. later by law enforcement in her basement. I, I don't have words. We, I mean, we, we, we touched upon this when it first came out, but I, I, to hear it again is just, ooh. I just can't even nope. imagine this right here at all. The gruesome nature of the murder was on full display in court this week as Taylor, shall business, went on trial charged with his murder. On Wednesday, a jury took 30 minutes. Okay, I want to touch upon that. So I I know other creeps, too, because they had posted some things. I watched a little bit parts of the trial. Mm -hmm. um, And I, first of all, am am very impressed with how quickly the trial took place. I mean, this only happened February of 2022. And the trial already went. But 30 minutes, that's like, that's crazy. Yeah, F around and find out in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'll I just guess, say, go ahead and say that I right guess there. So. so they found her guilty on all counts of first degree intentional homicide, mutilation of a corpse, and third degree sexual assault. Oh now she faces life in prison as, uh, as a death, pe- death penalty is not legal in Wisconsin. See, you're on the ball, Wisconsin, with prosecuting people, but come on, let's get that, that other part of this taken care of because this seems to me to fit perfectly into that. Shabusiness, just 25 years old, and her victim knew each other since middle school and had been involved in a sexual relationship. See, now, I'm a guy. So (laughs) 
lots of people that listen to this are guys. If you were in high school and you knew there was a chance I could sleep with this girl and she may kill me, most guys would still take that <laughs> bet. Oh, oh, I, I don't think he thought she would kill him. Um, have you seen the, the pictures and video of her in court? Of her laughing and smiling. Yeah, the and, look on her face. Uh, yeah, continue reading because I have a couple more things that I want to add to this. Yeah, so that that in my head says crazy, but sometimes crazy is fun. The good kind of crazy is fun, yes. On the fateful day, they had been consuming methamphetamines and prescription drugs. Usually not a good mixture. Yeah. But despite Shabiznis's attempt to enter not guilty pleas for reason of insanity, prosecutors honed in on the evidence saying that uh, suggested premeditation. Over the course of the three-day trial, three-day trial, come on, three. this wasn't even like OJ, which was 17 months or whatever three it was. Three days. They heard about Shabiznis's online searches for Jeffrey Dahmer walking into court all sexy, as well as how she allegedly preserved his blood and then showered with it before recounting to detectives how much she liked strangling so him. So that's what I wanted to say. So the most damning evidence was when w- the officers that did the initial interview, they played the video from the interview and she was so proud of herself. She had no remorse. She it was very calculated. So in my mind when you we shower, you usually shower to get clean. Yeah. She showered with his blood. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make light of this because somebody did lose their lives, but oh, this is a different way. kind of crazy. Uh, this is, yeah. So here is everything we know about the case. According to a criminal complaint filed by prosecutors, Shabiznis picked uh, picked up Therian from his mother's home around 9.30 p.m. on February 21st, 2022. A friend of the couple joined them before they headed to an apartment where they smoked marijuana. Oh, no, not the devil's lettuce. No, not that. The devil's lettuce. Shabiznis told police that she and Therion also smoked methamphetamines and injected trazodone. I don't know what that is. Trazodone um, is is like a, I believe it calms you. Apparently that didn't work. No. Maybe when you inject it. I don't know if that's how you take that. I'm like so out of the loop on all of these drugs. Shabiznis and Therion eventually returned to his mother's home and spent all day there while his mother was away. The alleged murder murderer claimed in an interview with police that she and Therion used chains to choke one another as foreplay. Well, you know. No, I don't know. I just prefer just easygoing, basic, you know what? Like, I don't need the chains. Not saying I wouldn't, but no. Nah. Not on, not on the menu for Mark at this point. Mark's old. You are and not fragile. Old. You, you, you're I fragile? Slept, I, I'm fragile. I slept in a tent for the last four days so with a comfortable air mattress, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, dear God. It was horrible. Fragile. It was really cool, though. Uh, this time she said that she and Therion put metal chains on each other. Therion reportedly laid face down in bed with Shabiznis. And she went crazy and repeatedly choked him, despite the fact that he was coughing blood and turning purple. Oh, Those are not good signs. Those should be like in place of safe words. Yes. When you turn purple and you cough blood, that means it's not, not fun anymore. No. Green Bay police detective David Graff testified in court that Shabiznis 
Allegedly <laughs> admitted to enjoying the ordeal. This is not funny, but Mark's face is funny when he says her last name. So no, sorry, her name, her name is funny. She looks. I mean, this is gonna get probably be yelled at by a bunch of the creeps, but she looks pretty hot right there in that picture. But when yeah. you see her in court, she looks bizarre, creepy, weird faces, laughing, not good. Yeah, crazy. Like I said, crazy, fun. But crazy. Fun up until you, you yeah. end up dead. The coughing blood part. Yeah, that's not good. Much for me. Yeah. Show business allegedly went on to tell law enforcement that she continued having sex with a dead body for a period of time because she enjoyed it and then gathered kitchen knives with the intent to dismember him and keep all of his body parts, but got lazy, according to the Green Bay Press Gazette. She got lazy. Got lazy. Detective Graff said that Shabiznis proceeded to use a bucket and a tote bag to collect uh, his blood, which she then used to shower with. Dane County Medical Examiner David Vincent Tricadea. Guys, I don't know Green Bay names. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best charity impression right here. Hey! also, Also testified in court about the lack of blood on the scene of the murder. We have decapitation and we have dismemberment and we have transection of the torso. Oh, my God. Subsequently, internally, the body has been eviscerated. In other words, we have entered inside the body through various cuts through the abdomen and in between the ribs uh, ribs where the victim's organs have been removed, largely one by one, he told jurors. I'm I'm shocked because that you need a lot of strength to do all of that. Yes. But if you have superhuman drug strength, I guess... Maybe you're fueled by that. I don't know. Apparently, anything's possible. Like, you've seen those videos. It, 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 people Ugh. don't even remember what they do. The, no, I know. The doctor went on to say one of Therion's feet had been, oh, my God. Uh, oh, boy. I should have pre-read this, baby. One of his feet had been shoved into his chest cavity. Oh, my God. And that his back was filleted. This poor guy. It gets worse. Because his mother told the court on Monday that she was woken up by a knock on her front door around 2.30 a.m. on February 23rd, 2022. She went to the basement to check whether her son was there. After not finding him, she went back upstairs and found the bucket with parts of her son's remains I, inside. I, I have no words for that. I have no words for that. His mother's boyfriend, Steve Hendricks, then called 911. Body cam video of the officers responding to the scene shows them searching the basement of the home and securing the crime scene after confirming that a human head was inside the bucket. I went downstairs at the bottom of the stairs. To the right, there was a green bucket with a shower towel on top of it. Just to verify, we had an actual head in a bucket, lifted the towel off, and there was, in fact, a human head, severed human head in the bucket. And that was Green Bay Police Officer Alex Wanish. He testified to that at trial. The rest of Therian's body parts were found inside a plastic bag and cardboard boxes in the basement and in a minivan on the property. Shabiznis had been previously convicted of unrelated fleeing, eluding, and obstructing a police officer's charges. She was sentenced to three months in jail in January of 2022. It is unclear whether she was home under home arrest or work release at the time of his murder. Following testimony from Tyrion's mother, authorities eventually located Shabiznis, who had removed her GPS tracker from her ankle. Oh, my. So she had an ankle. Wow. 
bracelet on. This picture of her. All right. The only way I can describe this. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Picture of her. Um, what's that crazy girl from uh, that's with the Joker? Oh, what is it? She's wicked smoking oh, hot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's blonde with the, the pink hair. It's driving me nuts. Oh, my God. And by the way, I love like pink and, and woman's hair. I, I find that so awesome. Harley Quinn. There that's you it. go. Harley that's Quinn. right. That's I knew right. it would come to yep. me. I had to channel my, my inner 12-year-old. Oh, dear God. Uh, Detective Graf testified that Shabiznis had initially claimed to have blacked out while choking Therion, but then allegedly admitted thinking that she had regained consciousness and thought she was already thus far... So she just kept on referring uh, and choking the victim. Oh, nice. That's All right, good. so that's her looking like a methed out Harley Quinn. Look at the look on uh, her face. I know. She's e- evil. It looks evil. That is wow. The criminal complaint also read, Shabiznis stated that she took three to five minutes for the victim to die. Detectives clarified with Shabiznis that when the victim began to cough up blood, that she did keep on choking the victim because she wanted to see... Exactly. This is, quote, what happens, unquote. Oh. Shabiznis stated she enjoyed choking him and made comments to detectives asking if they knew what it was like to love something so much that you wanted to kill it. Oh, my God. I don't understand her. Shabiznis allegedly indicated the crime scene and told officers that they would, quote, have fun trying to find all the organs, unquote. Shabiznis entered a plea of not guilty by reason of insanity entered by her former uh, former attorney. I don't know if that's insanity when you like, ha, 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 find all the organs. Yeah, I, like, I've, that's just I've thought about this a lot, uh, and I think that she obviously has some some mental issues going on, but I, I this was a drug-fueled thing. She, she should not, I, in my opinion, opinion, she should not get off Oh, insanity. I think she got off. But insanity, Mark. Oh, 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 different thing. God. Okay. Last year, a physician appointed by the court found that she was able to stay in trial. Her attorney said at the time that she business had been diagnosed as bipolar in the past and that she had been getting mental health treatment since she was in the seventh grade. Well, I think when you, you smoke meth, it like takes out the crazy part because mm-hmm. like you smoked meth. Yeah. Guess what they teach you? Don't you remember D.A.R.E.? Yeah. Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in there it says at one point, don't be a meth head. Yeah. They, they left out the part where you sever the penis, but, like, it's implied. Oh, my God. However, Brown County Circuit Court Judge Thomas Walsh ruled in March that Shabiznis was competent to stay in trial. In February, Shabiznis attacked her previous attorney yep. at a court hearing before a deputy wrestled her to the courtroom floor. Yep, I remember that. I kind of want to bring this girl out of her I just feel to check like, it out. I feel like that was uh, uh, was done purposefully. Probably. Sounds fun. 
No, she doesn't. She business is she obviously missed what I just said. I think I want to take this girl out on a date. Ugh. So business's current attorney filed a motion to exclude evidence of searches that Shabusiness had made before the murder, including Jeffrey Dahmer walking into court all sexy and Jeffrey Dahmer's butt. Oh, my God. Judge Walsh ruled that the evidence can be admitted to court, but no mention should be made of her searches of Satanism. Oh, okay. You can talk about Jeffrey Dahmer's ass all you want, well, but mean, don't mention yeah. the devil. Yeah. yeah well... <laughs> This line to knock to cross mark, okay? Apparently there God. is. According to his obituary, Therion worked with his father and grandfather in the family business. Shad enjoyed camping, games, and spending his time with family, the obituary read. He was a very kind, compassionate person who often thought of others before himself. Mm. A talented artist who also enjoyed wood carving. That is a talent right yes, there. Yes, it I've is. I've seen people do that. Yep. 16 jurors were selected last week following Judge Walsh's ruling that Shabusiness can help in her defense. The panel took over half an hour to return a verdict of guilty on all charges. Good. Good. Oh, well, someone's going to mind her Shabusiness in court for the Ooh, next her sh- lifetime. Business. So I have a couple of things. One I'm going to send to you for you to read because it's more of a news thing. But before we do that. I just read one. You're gonna, it's, it's shorter. Okay. And it, there's not much known about it yet. But it's still very, very case-watchy. I love new, new stuff. <laughs> it's definitely case-watchy. Okay. Just put my glasses on, guys. So this one was actually um, shared on the Crime Creep page by our good friend, Christopher with a K. Mr. Rosengrant. Hello, Christopher with a K. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> well, let me tell you how it's going. This is from the New York Post. I'm just, like, I like to read the headlines. I'm going to read the headline. Oh, boy. I was in, I was loveless before I married a rag doll, and now we have a baby. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. A woman in Brazil found a man who was made for her. I'm going to mess up her name. I'm going to try to say it the best I can. Mary Vaughn. Rocha Morris, 37, complained to her mother about being single and stressed about not having a dance partner. This video, guys, <laughs> in an attempt the to cheer... The look on your face, by the way, is a 10 out of friggin' 10. <laughs> in an attempt to cheer her daughter up, the mother made her a rag doll named Marcello. Wait, what? According to the jam press. Hold on. Oh, my God. This is quoted. And this is from the Need to Know Online. When my mom made Marcello and first introduced me to him, I fell in love with him. It was love at first sight. Oh my God. It was because I didn't have um, a, a dance partner. I would go to these dances, but wouldn't always find a partner. Then he <laughs> entered into my life. There's a picture right here. and It all made sense. <laughs> Morris and Marcello reportedly have been in a romantic relationship since the day they met. Mark? Got to turn it this way just a little bit. She's cute. But that's Marcello. I mean, he's kind of a stiff, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. That's awesome. He is a man I always wanted in my life, she told Need to Know. After being together for several months, Morales discovered that she was pregnant. <laughs> so this is a time for a song. <laughs> and it's by my girl, Shania. 
Oh. No one needs to know. That's right. Right now. Yep. No one needs to know this. Yeah. Oh, but what I'm going on. It's true. Marcello got me pregnant. He didn't take care of himself and he didn't use a condom, she claimed. He got me pregnant. I took the test. It was positive. I couldn't believe it. Marcello's pullout game was not very strong. Nope. Not wanting to have a baby out of wedlock, the couple decided to make things official and got married. According this, to the to be a joke. No, the wedding was a wonderful day for me. Very important. Very emotional. It rained a lot, but it was wonderful. Moraj said, "From the moment I walked down the aisle to the end, it was just beautiful." Then went to the wedding night with my husband Marcello, and we enjoyed our wedding night a lot. Mark, a lot. The couple welcomed two hundred and fifty guests. At their wedding and then snuck off to a beach house in Rio de Janeiro for a week-long honeymoon. After the honeymoon, oh my God, there's a picture of the baby. After the honeymoon, guys, Google this, please. The couple welcomed their doll child, Mar... Mar... Chilino on May 21st she gave birth in just 35 minutes at home with a doctor and a nurse on site while live streaming it to the audience of 200 people according to the jam press I didn't feel the contractions in pain she claimed seeing the placenta in the umbilical cord in the blood made it all real he was here in 35 minutes okay Mark I'm severely grossed out why why who really got he her looks pregnant just like the oh husband. my god <laughs> No denying the father there. Oh, my God. You guys have to go search this online. Oh, God. So I just wanted to, you know, add that in. Um, They um, claim that they're a happy little family. And if you guys want to go check out the article, like I said, it's this one's from the New York Post. You can read on. Just wanted to share upon that a little bit. Uh, Thanks for the find, Christopher with a K. Very, very good. All right. So. Like, not trying to say anything negative about anybody. There's obviously mental issues going on here because she's If it's real. If it's real, yeah. This is like, sounds like an onion story to me. An onion story? Yeah, those, uh, back in the day, I think they still have it. Wasn't it the onion that did fake news stories? Yes. I see. I knew that. Yeah. All right. So, Charity sent me over this story. I like Mark to read the newsy ones. And then she said, here... Let me let me tell you who this is supposed to remind you of so you sound really smart because she knows they don't actually pay attention. And it was Carl Pansram. And I came up with that all by myself because I remember everything that we do. I like the honesty, Mark. It's good. I'm brutally friggin' honest. Like that's that's, that's my yep. my to a fault. Look at this. It will not scroll. My phone is frozen. Oh, come on. I man. swear to God. That is hilarious. All right, I just hit refresh. Let's see if that works. All right, there we go. It works. So this is from themirror.co.uk. In Nevada, I learned that years ago. It's not Nevada. It's Nevada. Okay. And you go there and say Nevada, Nevada. they get mad. Do you know who gets mad too? Who? When you say Frisco. It's San Francisco, and they hate it when you say Frisco. Hey, I'm going to Frisco. (laughs) It's like, come on. A Nevada man suspected of killing his girlfriend and keeping her body in a closet for two months has told police that he... Wait a minute. I should introduce this guy to shit business. Oh, that's... Yeah. I think they're a match made in keeping body parts in weird places. I think so. All right. So he went to tell police that he believed she might come back to life. Oh. George Boone is charged with the murder of Beverly Ma. 
Ma was found in Boone's Las Vegas closet with a belt around her neck. Oh. Local authorities believe that Ma was in the 31-year-old's closet for about two months before she discovered she was discovered as Boone was afraid of going to jail. He is said to have kept the air conditioning on at 60 degrees because of the number of flies that had overtaken the house. Oh, my gosh. According to the report, Boone allegedly told investigators that the purpose of the cooler was to see if she woke up. Oh, man. So does it did he sounds like he killed her accidentally? I think this is going to probably explain it for us. When okay, I continue good, good. on. That was Charity hitting the microphone. Sorry. He is said to have told them that the cooler would alert him if Ma rose from the dead like the movie The Grudge. Oh. I know that movie. The discovery came after Ma's family became concerned for her welfare, so they went to her house that they had tried to call her 84 times. When they arrived, Boone told them that she was dead and led them to the closet where she had been, where he had been keeping the body. He's not this even attempting so to cover it. Boone's demeanor is described as being nonchalant, and he reportedly told Ma's family that he didn't call authorities because he knew he'd be arrested for being a person of color. No, you'd be arrested for killing your girlfriend. The arrest report states that the interview came to a conclusion when Boone said, since my truth is sounding so much like lies, I think I need to get an attorney. Well, Boone is scheduled to appear in court on August 1st after the judge denied bond for his first court appearance on July 27th. So let's say, let's change what we said to allegedly. It's allegedly, yes. It's allegedly. Allegedly. I, yeah, we have to say allegedly. Ma is said to have allegedly suffered a lot of trauma and was not close with her family. However, they did try to reach out to her and offer support regularly. That's another one of my words, regularly. Yeah. Pretty much the English language is my word that I mess up. <laughs> one family member said that they last saw Ma alive in April of 2023. Ma's family received a text from the woman on June 22nd indicating that she would not be in attendance for the July 4th celebration in Washington as she wanted to be sober and not travel. She was last contacted by family on July 2nd, but they never heard anything back, according to the arrest report. Wow. This is going to be one we're going to have to follow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So that just goes to show you there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this world. So it's like I said, sketchy. like I said earlier, I wonder if if he killed her accidentally or... And then, like he said, was afraid he was going to, he obviously knew. Or did he kill her? Did or did he kill overdose? her? overdose? Did something happen? Right. We have to wait and see. Like, there's so many different things that could have actually happened here. Like, yeah. I'm not, it, this is so vague and so beginning I know. stages that it's up in the air on what it is. Yeah. At least at this point, we know for sure it would probably be abuse of a corpse or something like that. Yeah. Until we know more. Yeah. That is, that's definitely strange, though. And a little different than Mr. Panzram because he he was so in love with his deceased lover that he wanted to keep her for himself and just keep her laying next to him and stuff. So it's a, it, it sounds like it's a little different. We'll have to wait and see. What an artiste. An artiste. All right, Miss Charity, what do you have for us today? This little case I have is about a woman named Mona Fandy. This little case of mine. I'm going to let, let it shine. shine. <laughs> I got her to sing, guys. <laughs> Many people it's have... It only took a couple hundred episodes. Right? Many people have have heard 
of her before. Mark not being one of them. I yeah, I, I know the. You the big might. Guns. I don't know. I don't know. Let's 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 just get going and see if let's anything see. sounds familiar. Everybody, take your bets right now whether Mark knows this or not, and lock in your answers. <laughs> Is that your final answer? All right, let's carry on. <laughs> Nur Mazna Ismail was born on January 1st. I'm going to go ahead and say. Excuse me. No. January 15th, not 1st. I'm going to say no, I don't know this name. Well, just wait. Okay. 1956 in Kangar Perlis Federation of Malay, which is now known as Malaysia. Okay. Okay. There wasn't much information at all about her childhood or her childhood home life. But what is known is that as a small child, she had a love for singing in the arts. When she was still a little girl, she was very good at water ballet dancing and was seen performing on TV around the world. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Water ballet dancing. That that sounds that's sounds very... like swimming. No, that's it's different, <laughs> Mark. It's 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 different. Okay. Right, it takes so more talent than just swimming. I wanna I I gotta bring something up from my childhood to see if other people were severely aggravated by this in their hometowns. So everybody knows that I grew up in the little city of Claremont, New Hampshire. And we used to have an outdoor pool that was up off of Winter Street. And my family would get us summer passes, so we would go every day. Nice. Because we were poor. So if we bought something, it got used to the maximum extent. That's good. So like my mom would drop us off and be like, be back in seven hours. <laughs> and we would hang out at the pool all day. And every, like, 25 minutes, they would blow the whistle, make all the kids get out of the pool so all the little old ladies could jump in with their little stupid hair wraps into the pool and, like, do water sizes. Oh, yeah, water aerobics. And we would have to sit and watch these old white hairs Hey, take our swimming time away. It was so annoying. Did that happen at your local public pool? I didn't. I didn't. We had a pool. We were. We were. Lucky enough to have a pool at our house growing up. Okay, Miss Hoity Toity. I'm uh, not Hoity Toity at all. I just, we were lucky enough to have a Miss pool. Miss High and Mighty, carry on with your story. <gasps> That's not nice. I remember one of my friends had an above ground pool. They had an above ground cool pool put in. Yeah. And we were like 17 and we were like, your parents are rich. <laughs> That's And awesome. then like flash forward 20 years to these little stupid blow up pools that everybody's got in their Everybody, I know. I feel like everyone has those. Except for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't have one either. Uh, sounds like everyone around her could see the joy that singing brought her in the arts, right? She sounded like she was pretty darn, you know, talented, actually. Little Mazna dreamed of being a famous pop star one day. I mean, who who didn't as a little girl? I did, too. Mazna was married a total of three times. Hey, me too. Somewhere around the 1970s and 1980s, she met her third husband, Mohammed Noor Effendi Abdul Rahman. Are you sure that's not all of her husband's names? No, that's his name. That's quite an extensive name. I know you like long names, so you were very excited. I was really excited. Yes. And the two got married. Her new husband came with two children. Mazna had a daughter named Mazdiana Afandi from her first marriage. The two seemed truly in love, and Mohammed promised his bride that he would help her achieve her goal of becoming a famous pop singer. Sounds like a nice little power couple conquering the music industry together as one. Kind of like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Ike and Tina. 
Ike and Tina. Oh, geez, that one. The two had their eyes on the prize and went straight to work. The first call of action was for Mazna to change her name to something, you know, a little catchier. You know, something that people can just hear. And they're like, oh, I know her. She's famous. All right. This is why I didn't recognize the name. All right. Continue. Her new name was Mona Fandy. And she was on her way, busy making an album with the use of her husband's moolah. So he had lots of money. Also don't recognize that name. Yep. In <laughs> fact, Mohammed took care of all and any expenses Mona needed in her climb to pop stardom. Her first album dropped in 1987, and it was named Diana. 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 Oh, God. Won't you be mine? Oh, God. Mohammed was able to book her a few times on TV, singing and promoting her new album. Her most recognized song called Coo... Nayaniken Lagu Ini. Totally messed that up, but that's what how I tried to say it. I know that song. You can Google and listen to the song easily if or you, you want, guys. you can listen guys. to me right now. Kumagalamaninis hanging in <laughs> my it. winnies. Kulangama winnies. Stop it. For the winnie. <laughs> you don't. You just pointed at me. Oh. Other than the one, that one song that took off, Mona's career went nowhere. I wonder why. She did clearly have a talent, but not the kind of ca- talent that would make a giant star. So she she could definitely sing and actually listening to it, she does. She can sing. She could dance. She just didn't have all the things to make that pop star catch, right? Sometimes it catches on. Sometimes it doesn't. And in her case, it didn't. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes you feel like you're not. Sometimes you don't. And sometimes you don't. Realizing she wasn't going to become famous for singing, she and her husband did what any other couple in their position would do. Get divorced? No. They started practicing witchcraft, of course. Oh, why didn't <laughs> God, I see that Mark. coming? Come on. That's God. Like right up my alley, I guess. Why not, right? What did they have to lose at this point? Clearly, Muhammad had plenty of money to go around. Do you know what's ruined witchcraft for me? What? Hocus Pocus. Oh, I know. That movie's ruined witchcraft for me because now it's like, ooh, they're, they're kind of cool. Oh, my God. So this was a new business venture for the two of them. Word must have spread about the couple's talents. And they became the go-to people when someone was in need of some, you know, black magic to help them. That's so funny. You know, they had lots of very powerful known clients and even got the attention from the UMNO. UMNO stands for United Malays National Organization. And Miss Wiki says that it is a nationalist right-wing political party in Malaysia and is known as Malaysia's Grand Old Party. I thought you were going to say Grand Old Opry. No. I wonder if these politicians were looking for some magic to win elections, etc. Probably, right? Maybe. It's been said that the couple left their collective three kids to pursue the career in witchcraft. So they were like... Peace, guys. Peace out, guys. You like, you know, just witchcraft yourselves and parents. That well, care. I'm wondering if uh, his two boys went to live with their mother and maybe Mona's daughter went to live with the father. I'm not, I didn't really couldn't find anything, but good question. They they needed to pursue this very challenging career together. They didn't. The kids, you know, what if some of the magic caught on to one of the kids? It wouldn't be good. Anyways. Right. During the time they were practicing witchcraft, Mona and Muhammad enjoyed quite the fancy lifestyles. Yes, Mohammed had his own money, but Mona really didn't make any money through her singing career. It's been said that they made lots of cash from their very important clients, relying on them for their professional witchcraftery. I made that up. 
that word. I kind of like it. Do though. you like it? I do. <sighs> it's kind of cute. Give yourself a round of applause. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to give you this. Ready? Oh. Meow. Oh, I got a meow, guys. Good job. Um, It's been said by more than one person that the couple owned more than one home, but preferred to stay in luxurious hotels. Well, yeah. I mean, you can order room service, you get clean towels, all that, all the things. I wonder if they like checked into their luxurious hotel like I did when I was up in uh, Saratoga. And then they're like, oh, yeah, the pool closed years ago and we're closed and like you don't have any services. What if it was the same kind of thing? Probably exactly. Yeah, probably. Mona loved to collect I'm very. I'm still pretty upset about that. <laughs> I guess so. Mona I was lo- supposed to go swimming charity. <laughs> this fat A-double-S was going to go grace and pool <laughs> and it was taken away from me. Oh, I'm sorry, Mark. I still haven't swam yet this year. It's kind of bumming me out. You were up by water. I don't go into like water water. Why? There's, like fish and stuff in there. Are you oh, kidding my- me? Guys, what is wrong with him? Love the ocean, though. I'll go in the ocean all day long. Lakes? No way. There's snakes <gasps> in lakes. Guys, breaking news. Pee Wee Herman's dead. Wait, what? Yeah, I just got it. At age 70, Paul Rubens, best known for his character Pee Wee Herman, has died at 70 after privately fighting cancer. Oh, man. That yeah. is absolutely crazy. Poor Pee Wee. All I'm going to think about is what he did to his Pee Wee in a movie theater. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, you know. Anyways, I'm going to continue on. Mona loved to collect very expensive cars. Some of the cars she collected were uh, a BMW, a Mercedes-Benz, and a Jaguar or a Jaguar. How do you supposed to say? You know those commercials? They say Jaguar. Jaguar. I, I just say Jaguar, but, you know, I pronounce everything wrong. So Mona was known as a diva. Loving to shop, having only the nicest of things, and making sure all those around her knew just how wealthy she was. So she became one of those chicks. Like, the bags, the clothes, the hair just so, makeup done. You know, kind of like, I think of, I don't know, her walking around thinking she's better than everybody. But um, that's just my opinion. Sorry, I don't mean to be on my phone. I try not to, but I was just verifying Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I was ordering my Jersey Mike's for tonight. Sorry, I, I Mark's eating steak and cheese. All right. So what is what what is Mona like? She's like a delight. No, is she a diva? Yes, she was very much a diva. All right. So Mark, I was listening a little bit. At some point in the steak and cheese charity, like I had to <laughs> order it. Sorry. At some point in the nineties, Mona, of course, got a facelift. I just added an R to Mona, but whatever. Mona. Yeah. She's a Mona. <laughs> Anyway, she got a facelift. You know, she needed her beauty to go with all of her money. Of course. And that just sounds like another status move, you know? These two were living the dream of fortune and fame. Not for the reason Mona originally intended, but they were living a different dream. I wonder if they could really perform witchcraft. It seems as though they were good enough to be very believable, at least. If they're tricking all these people, there's got to be something there. Maybe. Maslin Idris, or Idris. Bless you. Was a politician who wanted to be... Mentiri Bessar of Peihang on July 2nd, 1993. <laughs> again. I, I wanted that too. Again. <laughs> kind of upset that she also wanted the same thing he, as me. He. He wanted the same thing as me. It's very upsetting. <laughs> so again, for this, I relied on Miss Wiki to help explain because I had you. no idea. Because I don't know what I liked either. Please do not be something inappropriate. Please do not be something inappropriate. That would be horrible. Actually, it's not. The Mentiri Bessar Peihang <laughs> is the head of government in the Malaysian state of Peihang. Oh, yep, it's exactly what I wanted. My life dream. <laughs> a 
According to convention, the Menteri Besar is a leader of the majority party or largest coalition party of the Pahang State Legislative Assembly. I guess I was right. Some of these politicians were seeking out Mona and Muhammad's witchcraft to help them move up the ladder. Ooh. Would you take any advantage if you could get it, if you really think it's going to help? I would. In this case, I don't think I would. Oh, <laughs> That's boy. all I'm going to say. All right. All right. I'll shut up and listen. Uh, maybe he just wanted to give his competitors like really bad case of the bad belly, et cetera. You know, who wants the bad belly? I have that every day. Nobody wants the bad belly. It's called life. The magical couple promised Maslin they would help him to achieve his position. They had a full game plan. First, they told him they would give him a talisman which is simply an object that uh, that was religious and full of magic. They would also give him the song cock. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> this little song of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I needed Miss Wiki again for some of these All right, terms. So do you ever see, this is like my song cock. Do you ever see like the... The commercials or in the movies where like they open the book and it's like, oh, yes. the light comes out. This happens when I zip my fly. <laughs> I can't. Okay, you see the I'm smile confused. on my face. Like I just, I have to keep saying this word. So I, it, it makes spelled, everybody, guys. it makes everybody in my life mad because after, especially if I have enjoyed the devil's lettuce oh no because i tell jokes nonstop all night long oh. and then i laugh at myself and i just look and i'm like i'm the funniest man <laughs> in the world <laughs> and everyone looks at me like i am not the funniest man in the world guys just it's saying. it's actually spelled s-o-n-g-k-o-k yeah song cock I yeah. exactly what you're talking about the song cock yeah <laughs> i got it the song cock is a cap worn the wh- wait with the what the song cock is a cap worn by mostly Muslim men. Many leaders also wear this type of hat. The particular song cock supposedly belonged to the first president of Indonesia. So the one they gave him said it was from the president. It's a cap that goes over your song cock. This hat would surely bring good luck. After all, it was said to be worth millions. So they told him the cap itself was worth millions. So, I mean, if that's not lucky, I don't know what is. I agree with you. I was like, hello. Maslam very much liked this, this course of action and was sure that Mona and Muhammad would make um, things happen. So he agreed to pay them RM 500,000. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know what that means either. Should we look it up and see how much it is in American money? I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. Continue on. 500 C- RM? Ca- capital. It, they put the RM in front of it. Capital R, capital M, 500,000. On top, 500 or 500,000? 500,000. Okay, thank you. I think. On top of the money, he also promised to gift them 10 pieces of land. Maybe that's how they got all those houses and cars. Maybe these important clients gave them to them. Who knows, right? It is worth $1,108,893.30. Oh, wow. So they really were making the bucks. Holy moly. You cannot forget... Wait a minute. I think I did 5 million. Yeah, I added too many zeros. Hold oh. on. Oh. I'm holding. It is $110,889.33. That's still a lot of money for, for just one client and then getting free uh, pieces of land, too. 
So I can see why they're funny. Mona told Maslin that along with the items he was provided, she would also um, like him to do a sort of ritual. With a songcock? Probably with the songcock on him. She promised him that this ritual would make him, quote unquote, invisible and, quote unquote, clean the evil spirits. We can do that to you if you want, Mark. Okay. You know, clean out all the evil spirits in you. Yeah, that's probably a bunch. But I'm not involving the songcock. Well, yeah, that's that's not it. That just takes it too much, too far. Step too far. Yeah. Maslin soon went missing, but not before he withdrew RM three hundred thousand or one hundred sixteen thousand dollars from more than one bank. I actually looked that one up. I guess I forgot. I I I researched this like weeks ago. But that's very interesting, isn't it? He goes missing after that? That is. It's weird how that happens. His family and friends first believed that Maslin was just ghosting them, just not in the mood to talk to them. He must have done this in the past. So they, at first, they weren't concerned because they were like, oh, that Maslin, he just, he's kind of a dick. He just kind of. So you want some pull back the veil? I could literally be killed today. And my parent, my mom, and like my siblings would probably not realize it for like, at least seven or eight months. Yeah, especially if Kristen put you in the closet. Yes. And yep. put the AC on really low yep. because of the flies. Because, like, I just don't talk to many people anyways. I'm kind of a, you know, you get what I mean. Like I yeah. do. Like, five years from now, they'll be like, I wonder what Mark's doing. So they'll call him. Like, oh, well, he's not answering his phone again. Guess he just didn't want to talk to us. Stop. <laughs> um. But since Maslin was a well-known political figure, the media got involved suggesting different scenarios of where he might have gone. What do they suggest? I don't know. Oh. But the police were involved and there were lots of searching. Finally, on July 22nd, 1993, Malaysian police found Maslin. Well, his body and his body parts. Ooh. A total of 18 parts of Maslin's body was found buried very close to Mona's house in Pahang, Malaysia. That's parts very, very um, interesting. Yeah, parts of Maslin were flayed, ooh, and there were many parts of his body missing. This many, this led many to believe Mona ate some of him as part of the ritual. Ew, I know. Two days later, Mona and her husband and their assistant Jurami Husen was arrested. Guilty. Oh, Jur- Jurama, Jurami. I'm trying to say your name right, but. I bet it's Jeremy. I bet it's like Jeremy. Maybe it's J U R A I M I. But what was he thinking going along with these two? The Probably body, didn't want to end up in a bucket. The body parts buried near the home, along with Mona making huge purchases right after Maslin's withdrawals, and I'm sure the rumors of what the couple did led to the arrests. Too many coincidences. It was said that Mona, her husband, and their assistant instructed Maslin to lay down and close his eyes during the ritual. Yep, eyes are closed, laying yep. down. Oh, Mark's putting himself in the position. Yep, they told him to wait for the money to drop from the sky. Waiting. I mean, that sounds darn good to me, guys. Hello, please enlighten me with your money. I would love it if money would just fall from the sky. If I was just to lay down and close my eyes. Mark, is any money coming to you? Nope. Yeah, well, that's not what happened. While Maslin lay with his eyes closed peacefully, Mona whipped out an axe and chopped his head off. Oh, that's not that where I saw this going. Really quick. That did. <laughs> the trial of these two sickos was due to begin on August third, nineteen ninety-three. All three of them pled not guilty. Of course. There was a media frenzy as the trial set to begin. They were sent to the high court to be tried. There were seventy witnesses and two hundred and ninety-five pieces of evidence. There was also a jury of seven people. 
the trial went from August of 1993 to February of 1995. Like, holy long trial, holy two full crap. years. That's crazy. Mona seemed to love all the attention she that was receiving from the media. Yep. Yeah. She had a huge grin on her face at all times and was always dressed just so. So if you look her up, and look at pictures of her. She is always dressed beautifully walking to that courtroom. She has a big, beautiful What's smile. What's your last name? Fandy. All right. I'm going to search it up. Yeah, yeah, check yeah. Her out. Um, I, I'm sorry, but that look is awfully familiar to the business ladies walking into the court. It, kind of, but no. The she, look on her face. Maybe. But like she, the fact that she just was loving it. Well, in her eyes, she probably got what she so has wanted all this time Absolutely. to be relevant. To be famous, whether it's for killing someone or to be famous for being a famous pop singer. It's been said that she asked the guards in prison to get her the newspaper daily so that she could read about herself and look at how pretty she looked. She offered to sing for the judge, but was told, I'm all set, thanks. <laughs> She's got some balls. Why didn't she sing? The judge was busy being a judge. You don't want to listen to her sing. She, but think about it. She was probably like, if I sing, then everyone's going to report how good of a singer I am. And I, maybe I still have a chance if I get, if I win being not guilty, maybe I still have a chance being a, a, a major pop I'm gonna singer. I'm going to make that ruling right now. No. No. She would often thank the media for writing such nice stories about her and printing such lovely pictures of her. Can you imagine? The media knowing what she did, and she's like, thank you so much. You guys I made me look so pretty. The light you you reported me in, it's so amazing. Yeah. When the trial was over, the seven jurors only deliberated for 70 minutes. They came back with a guilty verdict for Mona, Muhammad, and their assistant. Wow. They were sentenced to death by hanging. There you go. After Mona heard her sentence, she had this to say. I am happy, and thank you to all Malaysians. Uh, hmm. She then walked out of the court smiling for the cameras. All three were taken to Kejang Prison. Guards from jail have said that Mona was super friendly, always willing to lend a helping hand, and she loved telling stories and was said to be extremely religious, praying all the time. Sergeant Azia, Aziza was the prison warden at the time Mona was in the clink. He did an interview with Malaysian Digest in 2015. He talked about how Mona liked having conversations, saying there was never a dull moment when she was around. He then said, maybe she wasn't all bad. And then after saying that sentence, uh, it's noted that he shuddered. <laughs> all right. So one of my friends just sent me, hello, Craig. He just sent me a picture of his arm. And he said, here's mine. Rhymes with penis. It's and, his weenus. And I'm like, I just wrote back. You, you can see. I'm going to show you my phone right now. I wrote, what did I write? Oh, my, I'm, can I text back? Yes. Well, we're, right, we, we're also broadcasting, so tell everybody in the audience. Okay, we are broadcasting. I'm going to write back. Hi, Craig. Ooh. Hi, Craig. This is charity. <laughs> We're actually recording while this text came in. We are recording now. And this is awesome. And this is amazing. Love your weenus. Oh, my God. So I wrote to Craig and went, huh, I'm confused. And he wrote, ask charity, my weenus. 
<laughs> love your weenus with a happy face. It's been sent. We'll see what he says awesome. back. <laughs> Craig's one of the nicest people I've ever met. In my I life. love that he showed you his. Ween- How could you forget that? It's the bottom of your elbow. I forgot that. I'm like, hmm. All right, let's get back into our story. Yes. Uh, I can't. I personally can't imagine having normal everyday conversations with someone that is a known killer, a killer that thought nothing of hacking off someone's head and dismembering and maybe eating her prey. Like, I don't know. Can you imagine? But I guess, like, think about it. These jail wardens and stuff, they're, you know, they're in there. He's reading. <laughs> I I love this because as soon as I get done recording with Charity today, I'm driving up to the studio. Yep. And getting ready to do the show tonight. And I'm going to listen to these songs on Spotify. <laughs> Oh, you should. Oh, Mona's songs. Yeah. To it. Yep. So in 1999, Mona, Muhammad, and their assistant filed an appeal to the federal court. The appeals were all dismissed, and they were all still still headed for death. Their last ditch try was to get a pardon from the Pardons Board of Malaysia. They were also denied. I wonder why. I think they had some pretty concrete evidence. (laughs) In the last hours of Mona's life, she told her stepsons and her daughter to grow up to be good people. She said to them. Quote, I'm going to try my best, guys. Jaga, Dury, Bayek, Bayek. And this means to take care of themselves well. One prison guard said he witnessed lots of crying and hugging at um, the last visit, which, okay, understandably so. Uh, so she had some sort of heart when it came to her kids, I guess. I just, the whole case is like, is funny. Yeah. So um, it's not because people passed right. away, but it's just like, I just, she's like, be good people. Be but good yeah, people, not like me, right? I just killed all this guy. Oh, my they God. Pro- she probably killed more. Pro- probably. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, actually, at trial, she had this to say about her biological daughter. My youngest daughter is my heart and soul. She is the light of my life. Yes, as a mother and you with you, your honor. As a father yourself, Shirley can understand that feeling, the feelings of a mother. Do you she think, said, Charity, that her daughter is the reason for her life? Her daughters, her inspiration. You're the reason Guys, he's for really my life. I've missed. I, I have two weeks of I, makeup. I to know do. he's really singing. He's got the the songbird. You're my inspiration. His song cock is going crazy. Oh, it's always going crazy. <laughs> it's funny because uh, I have my big trailer that I broadcast from every weekend, and people wonder what happens inside the trailer. You sing. It's, it's me singing and eating like uh, cereal. Because I have awesome. a fridge and freezer and all that stuff you in should, there and AC. You, you so should I bring a, milk and cereal, so I, I like eat cereal and sing and broadcast to myself. You should do awesome. a little uh, preview for us all. Maybe. I just bought a new trailer, so we'll see. I yeah. Put the new one together first. So she was sobbing when she talked about being a mother because she enjoyed being a mother so much. Enjoyed it so much she sent her kids away so she could do, do you know some who witchcraft. else enjoyed being a mother? The mother of the person she killed. Absolutely. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. So uh, the three of these people were thick as thieves till the end, the very end. And on November 2nd, 2001, they all ate KFC for their final meal and were then hung to death at Pudo Prison. Mona was said they to be- They hung them together? Yep. That's awesome. Mo- Mona was said to be dressed in a gorgeous bright dress the day of her hanging. She was smiling the entire time and said, quote, looks like I have many fans. That's unbelievable. All right, question for you. I don't think I've ever asked you. What? You have to choose. You've been convicted. Your death penalty. 
you have to you you get to choose how you go out, and your four choices are electric chair, okay, guillotine, mm-hmm. firing squad, or hanging. Guillotine, because that's the most likely to not something mess up. Because I've heard of many hangings where. The, the noose is tied incorrectly and they just hang there and slowly die. Whereas with the guillotine, you're done. It's done. funny because I also choose guillotine. Really? And I am also using guillotine the same, just, you know, not just the guillotine machine, but having your head cut off with the axe. Right. Because I want to go out like William Wallace from Braveheart. Oh, yeah. That was, he, he did. That was good. Yeah. Yep. Best yeah. movie ever. I can't with that. I love that movie. So she also had this to say. Akutak and Mati, which bless, means bless you. I will never die. Oh boy, that she that stayed calm with a smile until the very end. Mona's trial was so exhausting to the government that they decided it couldn't. They couldn't go through anything like that again. So they put a stop to the trial by jury on January first, nineteen ninety-five. Isn't that interesting? That is because weird. it took two full years. Two of Mona's abandoned mansions are still around and are said to be haunted. Ah! Now I have to look up how they do their trials over there now. You see, Mona is linked to five more murders of people that just disappeared. See, Mark? Look at Mark. He's so proud of himself. I'm right. Mona seemed to accomplish her dream. Everyone in Malaysia knows her name and what she did. She is infamous in her own country and around the world. People will will be forever talking about her. Amnesty International even got involved before her execution, trying to stop the three from being killed. There was more than one movie made about Mona telling her story, and there have been books written about her and clearly podcasts done. Because, you know, we're doing it. One of her stepsons. Add case watch to that list. Add case watch. One of her stepsons had come forward stating that she and his siblings had that he, excuse me, and his siblings had to hide from society, living a quiet, lonely life because of the stigma that followed due to the actions of their parents. As we said, many people that came in contact with her in the jail system described her as a lovely religious woman, happy to help and lend an ear. We heard how much she truly seemed to love her children, especially her biological daughter. We all know that people have many facets to their personality and who they are as a person. I don't really think that Mona started out as an evil person. I think she truly had a talent and wanted to share it with people. Um, Unfortunately, when she failed at being a pop superstar, I believe she became consumed with becoming famous. I gave up on being famous years ago. (laughs) I don't know why she and Muhammad decided to choose witchcraft as the manner to which they could become super rich and get notoriety. But you know what? They actually did get rich and notoriety. notoriety. Uh, So they... I mean, in a way, they called their shot. Well, at first, did they really believe they could cast spells and help those around him? Did they become addicted to the money and the fact that very prominent people were seeking them out? Powerful people that had lots of money. But why kill anyone? That's the part right? that confused me. Was Mona killing people as a ritual for herself? Was that why she thought she had such success? See how I just twisted that? I did. Maybe she thought... She was using these people as black magic for herself. You might actually be on to something there because there's something more to this. Or was she so money hungry and power hungry she would do anything to get there? I mean, you could look at it in a bunch of different ways. Yep, you're right. In 2020, for some reason, Mona was trending and many Malaysians were tweeting about her according to the Vice. People were saying things like, quote, 
looking at our politicians now, I'm starting to feel like Mona Fandy was a hero. <gasps> oh, my God. Many others agreed and shared this tweet. Someone else said, quote, you know, people are getting so tired of politicians when Mona Fandy begin- begins trending out of nowhere. Another tweet said, quote, biggest plot twist of 2020 is Mona Fandy becoming the people's icon. Oh, my God. I'm going to go ahead and say that was not the oh biggest plot twist of 2020. No. A doctor named Kelvin Sue said, quote, I guess one wishes that Mona Fandy would be resurrected today to take matters into her own hands. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Let's remember her last words before death. I will never die. Some could say. She never did truly die. This case, these, I don't know. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked because, you know, these cases aren't even weird to us anymore, right? But I I think, yeah, I think you were onto something with this. This dude was not the first dude she did this to. Not by far. No. Unfortunately, this case, I mean... We talk about these week in and week out. Yep. A lot of the weirdness is the same. It's just the people, places, and times are different. Right. So here's another conversation to get into. Do these cases reflect each other? Because uh, certain people who who are psychos research these cases and know about these cases? Because I'm going to tell you right now, the case I'm doing next week... The person directly became kind of obsessed, not obsessed, but very intrigued by a well, fellow killer. Well, you're obsessed with this stuff. Right. But he, this person became very intrigued with a fellow killer and how they killed their people. And that's what he used for his killing method. So, yes, I am obsessed with these people, but I, I don't believe I'm a psycho. I'm crazy. Me, it makes me wonder if you're on a list somewhere. What do you mean? Well, everything that we search online is reported and stuff like that. I, I wonder if there is a list somewhere of people that search <gasps> crimes repeatedly. Don't scare repeatedly. me. But don't you think if they looked, don't you think if they looked at. The guy in the, the guy in the secret service is like, wait a minute, that's charity. Case yeah. Don't you think they would look at what I do? Maybe. I hope so. Gosh, I don't know. That's scary. Well, Charity, you seem to find cases that I've never heard of. And do yourself a flavor and go listen to some Mona. I'm going your, to. On your travels. I would like Mark to tell me a case that he actually knows of that he would like me to research at one point. Um, Freddy Krueger. No, a real ca- Guys, guys. His true crime card is. There is some really cool cases that I like. When I first started getting into true crime that were covered by other podcasts. Yep. And there's a couple that stick out in my mind. And I will send you a couple here and there that, yeah. that interest me because there's one in particular that I was I remember listening and I was like, that is really cool. All right. So do so, that. And then you can actually know exactly what I'm talking about when I'm telling you. I can you. sound intelligent. <laughs> I'll have to talk less about me and more about the case. <laughs> Stop falling back on my crutch because I'm so funny. (laughs) Meow. (laughs) He just gave himself a meow. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.